0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Old Man on the Mountain, the podcast where young people tell stories they may one day tell their kids, or perhaps their grandchildren, if they make it that far. I am Jim Hall, and with me, I am with Craig Massey. Hi. And together, we welcome our good friend, Greg Brennan. Oh, well, hello. yeah, Greg Brennan. Yeah. It's about time. You oh, know, it is about time. You Well, this is like the... Probably the third or fourth consecutive weekend we tried to get you to do it.
1: I'm a very busy person. Yeah, you, you're like very hard very, to nail down. When I pencil, it, it's really erasable. Yeah, it's very, so, very pencil. It's, it's yeah, not. not, not yeah.
2: Well, I'm glad. I'm glad we waited, and now we can have our sweet sixteen podcast with Craig Brennan. Yeah, I think it's fitting. Yes, episode
0: sixteen. I forgot to mention that. Thank you, mm-hmm. sir. I, I can't need pl- to know how many we've done. I think I like yeah. to say it. It makes me feel good.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, Ed, you guys have a good weekend. This weekend.
2: Yes. I, I did, yes. yes. I went out with Greg on um, Friday night. We went to a, um, a an Italian restaurant in Silver Lake called uh, Speranza, and Ooh. they made homemade Italian, you know, all homemade pasta. And it was great. I had some uh, pesto fettuccine, and it BYOB, so we had oh, uh, nice. uh, uh, a couple bottles of wine with Miss Carol Fay, who uh, a past guest, and it was good. Good times. It was like a nice atmosphere. Mm-hmm.
1: and before that we got a martini yes we did at Lola's which is one of the last times we might go there walking from my house since I'm moving like Craig and I uh, often yeah. would get happy hour at Lola's yeah, over there in West Hollywood yep. but no. now I'm going to be neighbors with you guys
2: yay yep it, uh, it's exciting yes we're, yeah, we're everyone's like, like big yep. neighborhood there
0: goes the neighborhood <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: big time Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah how about your weekend it was GM?
0: really good I actually spent today brewing beer with Rob Ah, so I'm feeling a little sleepy because I've been standing out in the sun for the last four or five hours and you know how that just kind of sucks the life out of you a little bit. It certainly does. But it's we made a nice little uh, honey wit beer. Ooh. It's going to be tasty as hell. It's going to be a nice little summer treat.
1: Mm. Looking forward to it. Refreshing. Speaking of beer, it was funny yesterday because I went to a barbecue and you know usually in a barbecue you try to buy like a nice beer, but all I was in the mood for was Budweiser. Yep. So I bought a six pack of Budweiser and everyone else brought nice beer. And then I think I got paranoid and I thought everyone was talking about me because I bought the Budweiser. <laughs> and I, I kept drinking it. Uh, then I ended up drinking all six Budweisers because no one wanted to touch the Budweiser. Well, that's but don't you guys get in or... that mood sometimes? Oh, or usually if it's Budweiser. like a
0: hot summer afternoon, yeah. I usually would rather just have like a Coors light. Right. You know, it's, like I, you know, yeah, it's you just know, sort of...
1: You don't need an India pale ale. Yeah, it's just refreshing. And I was actually thinking in the liquor store when I was buying the Budweiser, I was like, oh, well, I haven't seen regular Coors in a while. And then the dude... That was having the barbecue, his neighbor came over, this big, fat dude who drinks a lot of beer, you could
2: tell. He was drinking Coors. Oh, wow. So I hmm. talked to him about it. The non-silver bullet. Yes. Yeah.
0: The banquet totally beer. totally, like, yellow <laughs> or gold.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. is,
0: that, is that banquet beer? That's Coors, right? I don't know. I think it is. High Life is the champagne of beers. Right? Champagne. Coors yeah. is the banquet
2: beer. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so- wow. It sounds very,
0: it makes it sound really official. <laughs> it's just like
2: sounds mm-hmm. like it should come in, like, some sort of wooden cup. And- <laughs> right, Exactly. It's like Budweiser, the jackass beer. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I
1: was yesterday. I was like the
2: jackass guy. yesterday uh, I, I think I behaved myself for the most part. Yeah, yeah, went no drive. Oh, oh we should mention today is Mother's Day, so we should Ooh, say yeah. hello uh, and uh happy Mother's Day to our mothers. Jim and I actually have um a similar
1: type of mom because they're both named Maureen. And our parents both named John as well. And John. So yeah. you know And they Father's share parents.
0: Day, yeah, it's, it's actually the same two people. <laughs> My, uh, speaking of Mother's Day, I saw something funny today. My my friend Sabrina made a post. I, I'm paraphrasing this on Facebook, but it was basically like, you know, to all my friends who are mothers, happy Mother's Day. I'm going to continue to uh, indefinitely re- keep my status as crazy aunt. And I was like, that's <laughs> awesome. I totally am crazy Uncle Jim, or I will be someday. <laughs> Pretty much guaranteed.
2: <laughs> yeah, I am literally crazy Uncle Craig. Oh, yeah, you are literally an uncle. Oh, yes. I've been since I was in like 13 years old Yeah, that's kind of cool. and i've got just gotten crazier and crazier and they, as the girls have grown up uh and boys uh they have been able to you know mature and then actually see how crazy i am <laughs> now they're finally the understanding how crazy you are oh yes well uh
0: let's take a little break and then we'll uh, we'll come back after that break yes and stuff yeah and do what we do Mhm. okay see you bye
2: yeah we'll be back And we are back, and I am proud to introduce Mr. Greg Brennan to tell a story this time.
1: Hello. Hi. Um, So this is fun. I'm going to tell a story. Yeah, uh, that's what we do. Yeah. I was, well, you guys knew, but I was taking an acting class, like, last month, and we had to do this exercise where you sit in front of a partner, and then... One person talks and the other person just has to listen and not allowed to talk. So it's kind of an interesting exercise. And but the o- other person, uh, sorry to interrupt. The other person pretends they're a tree. Yes. Is that, okay. Basically, they just sit there, and you know, it can only make facial expressions. Yeah. But the other, so the so the teacher will throw out topics, and then he threw out when I was talking and the other person had to listen. He threw out the topic when I was a little boy or girl. So all of a sudden, the story popped in my head, and. I think it's a good story to tell here on your little podcast situation, because when I was growing up, my next door neighbors were the Dedermans, and it was mom and dad, and they had three daughters, and the oldest daughter was Carly, and the middle one was Robin, and the youngest was Jenny, and Jenny was my age, so we were in the same grade, yes, Jenny, (laughs) and uh, so one day, we we, we were little, we were like third grade. And we were outside playing in the yard, and she said that she had to go to her sister's play that night. And so, you know, I I had never seen a live play before, so it kind of interested me to be like, you know, how old were you? It was third grade. No, maybe, you know, at this point I was second grade. So it was little, and I'd never seen a play, like, um, besides maybe like a little thing that we did in school. Mm -hmm. And her sister was older, like in maybe eighth or ninth grade. So that to me was like really old. That was like (laughs) professional play. And so I went home and I said, Mom, I want to go see Carly Dederman's play. And my mom was like, oh, okay. So That seems innocent enough. Yeah. We bought tickets to the play and we went to see it. And I remember it being one of the most fun nights ever when I was a little kid. And it was The Sound of Music. And I started singing, like, all the songs. And this dude, that looked old to me then, but he was probably, you know, 18. He goes. You should try out for the next play because you keep singing on the songs. I didn't realize that I was sitting in the audience singing like <laughs> all the songs without really knowing what the songs were, but I was basically singing along with all the kids. Oh wow! Kids. So like you're a, a genius. Kid. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, yeah. kids like a fish in water. He's a <laughs> he's a natural born theater person. <laughs> or actor is the other word they use. Entertainer, yes, yes. and an annoyance to everyone else. Yes. <laughs>
2: As are all actors. <laughs> yeah, so actually, sense. yeah, that, that 18-year-old, was he going like, hey, you should try out for the play? Like, or oh, was he saying up. like,
1: hey, why don't you just try out for the fucking play next time, <laughs> yeah. all right? Shut the hell up right <laughs> yeah. now.
0: It's hard to say. He didn't understand irony at that point. Well, you just
2: crushed me. <laughs> oh. um. I'm sure he's wrong. <laughs> Hypothetical situation, Greg. Get over it. All right, I got to Get over me. yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, come on. All right, so you're singing. So, so da da da
1: da, da whatever it is and so i i decided that i needed to be in a play after watching that it's like that performance i was like i'm gonna be in a play so the next year came along and i was in third grade and i tried out for the play and i got in and the play was no no a million times no and it basically introduced me to like the rest of my life and little, yeah, does, yeah. little does carly Determan know but she had a really big influence on who I am today. I don't even think I probably would have ended up going to Emerson if I had never been in that first play. Because there was no one else that I knew that really was in plays, like in the neighborhood. There was no way like I would be introduced to it. You know, yeah, I played yeah. little league and basketball and soccer, but like everyone does, right? Yeah. But yeah. a play, it's like kind of one of those things where you don't really introduce I, I don't know. I don't maybe yeah, till high school. I don't know. I just it's, it's, I don't know it's why, it's why it's I would
2: literally in your blood.
1: Yeah. But if it wasn't for Carly Dennerman, I would have never been introduced to me, but I would have never known about it. Was this the kind of thing where like your school had like grades one through nine or something? It was called, it was like a private thing, but it was called um, the Merrimack Junior Theater. And basically, it was kind of like a community thing for children. So they did it from second to eighth grade, and then they had a sixth to tenth grade. So in like, or seventh to tenth or something. So one of the years you can be in both. So when I was, uh, when I was in sixth grade, I was Pinocchio. And that's before my balls dropped meaning <laughs> I still had a high voice mm-hmm. And then later And that was in the fall And then later that spring Is when they do the older kids play So at that point I was like <laughs> Like you <laughs> know like really, like really bad But I still had <laughs> <really, like, laughs> <and> a yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> But like I was in to play from 3rd, 4th, 5th, two 6th, 7th, 8th And then I did all like a drama And I did the musicals In high school And it's, it, it took up most of my time, and a lot of like my friends that I knew, and a lot of the pe- like, people I hung out with, you know, knew me as someone that did plays. Were you very dramatic outside of the theater? No, that's the weird thing. And and a the lot thing, of the people are very dramatic. Very, 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 very dramatic. Theater kids. The, the one Boy. thing I, I found out was, senior year, we did we entered this thing called the New England Drama Festival, and it was kind of like a competition thing. And I, up until, you know, you see movies or TV shows, and everyone like kind of makes fun of theater people, but... Andover had pretty okay, like normal, not that obnoxious theater people. And I didn't realize how obnoxious theater people could be until I <laughs> yeah, yeah. went to the New England Drama Festival. Like, like, this oh isn't just a cliche. And it was this actually the reason I didn't go to college to do theater. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm hanging out with these people for the next four years of my life. Right. Like, I just did not want to do that. Like, it was... Little did you know, you'd be eventually transferred to Emerson. I was <laughs> and, and, like, and with them the most, most... But did you do... The, what, I didn't do any theater You weren't a theater nope. major at Emerson, right? I, I didn't do any theater. I just kind of quit. Yeah. And then when I moved back out to LA, I kind of started again. But... I guess the the main point of the story is that I should give Carly Determan a call and just say, fuck you for leading me down this horrible, horrible <laughs> <Yeah>. path. <laughs> Look
2: at where I've come. No. Passive dis- <laughs> disillusionment. Yeah. i really? poverty. I know you said that as a joke, but I really think you should do that. <laughs> Maybe I will. Just let her know. Are you but, happy? Yeah. Carly Dederman.
1: She just doesn't know, you know? It's really weird. Like, any one I of think- us could have done something that... Mm-hmm. I think it'd be cool to go. get a
0: call like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I I can't say I'm sure that I've inspired anybody to do anything, but maybe I have. Maybe there was like one thing I did, and some kid when he was a kid knew, you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Like, you never. It, it's it'd be it'd be cool to hear, it even for good or bad. It'd be like, hey, thanks to you, I'm in prison.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, really? I'm sorry. Well, that, was that one kid you harassed daily, and then then he just left school? You know? <laughs> oh, oh, wow, well, yeah, yeah. Well, that but that I know that that effect. <laughs> I'm
0: talking about like a, like a mystery. Oh, know?
2: okay. Yeah.
0: I guess you'll mm-hmm. never know. Like, you know... You never but, know how you well, positively affect But it, for so us, like, 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 say for this, right? Like, we did the video yearbook. Maybe there was some freshman who saw a bangle cam or something and thought it was funny and decided he wanted to do it. That was, like, for me, like, my freshman year, I saw that senior year's video yearbook and I was, like, really inspired mm-hmm. about it to the point of being, like, you know what? I think I really want to do that and not just as, like, screwing around. Like, it actually, like, made me believe that it would be possible to actually do that. hmm You know, it's, so, like, so... Maybe that was Mr. Q. Maybe there was the one or two kids that were, like, kind of, like, really in charge. You know, whatever it was. I mean, so one of them inspired me. Yeah. So, you know, that's kind of – it'd be cool. It'd be cool to tell somebody, hey, you changed my life. I live in L.A. now.
1: I think I can Thanks do that. You. I think I'll find her on Facebook because I think I'm friends with her sister, Jenny w, um, who I've kind of lost touch with over the years. But it kind of leads me – not. it doesn't lead me at all. There was no transition here. But in the back of my head, I was going to tell two stories. Is that cheating? No, it's fine. Because it's, it. like, another story that kind of shaped – who I am today. Okay, but it has more to do with So, during the summers growing up, we would always go to Hampton Beach, which for you listeners that don't know, it's in New ha- it's in New Hampshire and it's kind of how do we say it? a trashy. little bit trashy. trashy. Yeah, yeah. It, it's
0: not kind of trashy it, <laughs> and it, it is. is. And actually <laughs> growing
1: up I was embarrassed to say it because like everyone thinks it's trashy, but everyone goes there and then like but we were in I was always would be like, "Oh well, my parents condo is in North Hampton." Oh, yes. (laughs) So it's like a a little bit north, so it's near Rye. It's like almost, it's not on the strip. And like Wallace Sands, that's like super nice. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's really nice. nice. We had a nice beach, it was great. But, you, you know, growing up when you're little, like the most exciting thing is to go down to where it's really trashy. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. when you were in high school, the strip at Hampton Beach was, like, the best place in the
0: world to go. It was, yeah. Like, it was awesome. It's, like, always traffic yeah, and you, like, cruise the strip. We'll go get yeah. some beach pizza. And play some laser tag, eat some yeah. fried dough, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just watch fireworks on Wednesday nights. Yeah. You know, that was The ski well, of This is my story, Jim. Oh,
1: sweet. Right, perfect. Jim, you did, like, the transition for me. Oh, perfect. <laughs> there you go. That's I, what I, I'm here yeah. for that's why I paid the big bucks for this yeah. <laughs> that's why this is episode sixteen, yeah we <laughs> you know what we're doing yeah. <laughs> okay. every Wednesday unfortunately for my dad he, he he worked very hard and he wasn't able to spend a lot of time at the beach besides the weekends, but one night he would just stay in, in our Andover house because it was too far to drive all the way down here, yeah, right? yeah. just for like the night yeah th- and so but every Wednesday from the time we got the condo there every Wednesday night, he would come. And we would go to the fireworks it was just like a transition. he really liked going and he knew we liked going and he would take us every wednesday for like years upon years and, years and years and it was like a very special tradition and i used to see things all the time like it was like almost like seeing firsts you know like kind of seeing kids that were only a little bit older than me smoking a cigarette and being like "Ooh, i kind of want to do <laughs> that that could be me <laughs> and my dad would make a little comment like why do people smoke you know like make trying to make like it's so like i wouldn't do it but in fact, it's knowing in a backwards knowing I'm going to do, <laughs> <gonna> do it. going to do it. Or, like, I saw these two people, like, really mad making out. Like, I was like, that would be fun, too, making out on the beach. Like, I never made out with anyone. making out? Yeah, I never made out with anyone before. You know, it's like, like that, whoa. It's like, you see it on a um, movie, when you see it up close, you're like, whoa. So like, things like that would happen. But um, the one day that I really remember, because as you guys know, I'm kind of obsessed with um, bands right. like Fish and Grateful Dead. Like, in the jam band community. I don't think we have to word kind of obsessed. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, we don't need a a minor, like, something that I talk about a lot and listen to a lot. But I was walking down the beach, and this was when I was a little bit old, not really. Like, it was the summer... Let's see. It was 95, so it was the summer after 7th grade going into 8th grade, I think. Some heady times. (laughs) And this was before I knew anything. I knew of, like, The Grateful Dead, but I didn't know, like, what... You know, I didn't really listen to them. Before. You know, when I heard the name, I assumed they were like... Hard
0: rock. Yeah, something. almost like a Black Sabbath kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, a lot of people do. And before I even knew who Black Sabbath was, well, I remember just
2: hearing Grateful Dead thinking like, wow, that must be crazy.
1: Yeah. I <laughs> anyway, we should try we can... to
2: paint the uh, picture, a uh, historical picture of 1995. You know, okay. The country <laughs> was in the midst of the O.J. Simpson trial. Yes. Silver chairs, no, frog no. stomp. No, no, 95 was already over by then. Right. No, no. because 7th grade, they announced it. Oh, yeah. yeah this was right after 7th grade. So, and then what do you think? Silver Chair's Frog Stomp had just been released. Yep. <laughs> as and we were patiently awaiting the release of Green Day's Dookie. That summer I began guitar oh, yes. lessons, actually. Jim Hall began yeah, see, guitar it's lessons. Just as important as the other stuff. Obviously. And and Greg was spending his time at the beach. Watching people Hampton. make up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I wanted to be a little dramatic yeah. there and do it. So, so thank you for allowing me that yeah man 10 years someone should write a song like summer of 9
1: to five. Well, I was just actually thinking like the summer of 69 the Brian Adams song yeah. yeah which I don't like ninety want... five 5 sounds like a good year
0: yeah it's the summer of 9 to 5 we can <laughs> yeah, just rewrite cool. it and I don't want to take the spotlight here but I was looking into the song of this that the summer of 69 because I'd heard it at karaoke I'm like man that's a great song I forgot how great it was did some research totally made up didn't even form his band until like 1974 or something like that it was like really the whole song was about how like he was, had like, their first band and, he too- had, and his first love it was like he was born in, I think they said he was born in like nineteen sixty three. So it's like he, oh. the summer just means yeah, nothing, dance. Brian Adams, yeah, okay. totally made up. That oh, was that, was that makes sense weird. now. Thinking about it,
1: yeah, that's bullshit.
0: But it was like I used to, I
1: am like that song I was like, man, that's such an awesome sentimental. That's what a great song. It's like, oh, it's totally made up. Anyway, it's funny that we're talking about that too because I think one line in that song is like, uh, Cadillac with the Grateful Dead sticker on a Cadillac. Yeah,
2: but, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyways. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Listen, Brian Adams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fuck off. Keisha actually brushes her teeth with a bottle of Jack, <laughs> and Billy Joel went to Leningrad. All right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. I hope he listens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got, he's I hope demon. he's hearing this right now. Well, he never felt guilty about making up those lyrics until now. He's like, <sighs> ah, I didn't think anyone would call me on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in this national forum, <laughs> I'm finally exposed.
1: Anyway. Continue, Greg. I'm sorry. So it's Wednesday night. And um, in August, I think it was August ninth, but I could be wrong. But I, I think it was <laughs> because it was the day it was the day that Jerry Garcia died. So okay, all right. Uh-huh. But I didn't know really the importance of him in this community of people. It just so happened that when we were walking down to the fireworks, and it, and mind you, seventh grade going eighth grade, you're kind of a little like not wanting to be with your dad all the time and probably, you know, yeah, so it's like, getting, you know, you're like okay, I'll go down. You know, it's not yeah. that exciting. I'll get an ice cream cone if you wouldn't But space. you have your little
0: sibling, so it's kind of like you can't just be the dick. Right. You can't right. go along. Exactly. And you're too young to just let you go. Well, I guess they
1: could let you hang out in your Like, room. I probably would have, but I still, you know. Yeah. And then back in the deep down, really, you know, back in my head, you really do want to go because it is, it is like a tradition. But, yeah. But I was probably like, oh, eh. but it just so happened that, that that same night, there was a rat dog concert. That was going to be playing at the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom, oh, which, oh, yeah. as you know, oh, yeah. is not a casino, but it maybe used to be back in the day. But they have a ballroom where bands play. I saw Weirdo Yankovic there one time. Mm-hmm. No, I think it was I went awesome. to that show. I think it was on my birthday. Oh yeah, yeah, in yeah, high school. yeah, yeah. So it just so happened on this Wednesday night going down the fireworks, which it gets crazy down there. You know, it's like everyone goes to see the fireworks. Yeah, so it's already, it's already always crazy, yeah. packed, lots of people, and Aldi's hippies were there. And it was the first time I had ever been around hippies or what you would think you would call hippies by based on the way they looked and acted. And I I I just remember always thinking in the back of my head, that's what that's like what I feel like. That's what I want to be like. That's where I, it was like the first time I saw like a big group of people where I was like I felt like I could relate to without knowing anything about them. And it turned out that it, they were all there for a rat dog concert and Bob Weir plays in Rap Dog, and he's an original Grateful Dead member, and I just remember feeling like this weird feeling of like, like wanting to be remember. around these people, and that was my introduction to these people, and then from then on, I've been really annoying about it, and like, that's like, all I talk about, it. but it really <laughs> yeah. it shaped my life, it's so it's Carly Jetterman you. And the fans of Grateful Dead at the Hampton Beach Casino Ballroom kind of led me to where I am now. I can see where that would happen. I mean, like, you
0: know, like, like I'm really into metal, but I wouldn't say it's because of the, the fans. Because generally, like, they're a bunch of idiots and, like, you know, redneck assholes mostly. But, like, I could see, I went with Greg to the Fish Festival last year. And, like, there really was a very palpable vibe from the people. And it was, like, really just friendly and just kind of, like, everyone's cool. Hanging out. Like, no one's going to give you shit. No one's going to steal your wallet. You're just hanging out. You know, it's just, it was awesome and awesome about that. They might accidentally
2: steal your shoes or your wallet, but it's not on purpose. It's just like, hey, man, I'm like go. Oh, I was confused. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize, but sorry. Hey, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Hey, peace. Peace <laughs> out, guys.
1: <laughs> I asked my dad who the people were, and he said, oh, I think there's, like, a the Grateful Dead concert there or something. And he's like. Gary Garcia died, but so I don't know like why they're here. He didn't really Hmm. know what was going on, but let's just say by the end of that summer, this was already August. I I had purchased, I had had my mom purchase me from Newbury Comics (laughs) a tie-dyed Grateful Dead T-shirt. Nice. And then the rest of (laughs) this. Did it have a Did it have a bear on it? It did. Oh yeah, (laughs) Yeah. dancing bear. (laughs) Yeah, a bear involved in it with a skull. Wow. That
0: skull logo is so badass. It's
1: so metal. (laughs) (laughs) More metal than anthrax, I'll tell you that. And I probably had only listened to one CD, but I knew that's what I liked. It was a weird touch of gray, man. (laughs) Uncle John's. Uncle John's band was on it. Yeah? No, no touch of gray.
0: Oh. So yeah, I remember Jerry Garcia dying, too, and also not necessarily
2: understanding the significance at all. It's just kind of like, oh, okay. Like, I just didn't really, didn't mean anything. But yeah. I knew who he was, though, too, you know. I saw that on uh, an episode of Roseanne, she had one. And she <laughs> named her son, at least on the show, after Jerry,
1: hmm. and yep. Jerry Garcia. He was supposed to, why we Googled it, because you had mentioned that, and he was supposed to play on the show, like, that week. But obviously oh, he couldn't, wow. because he died.
2: What's but apparently the she was a fan. Makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know what else. No, they, no life stories you know, shape you know it's certain shaped. events that you don't ever expect, and in hindsight you might not even think of now, but uh, they have shaped you. I into still, who you are.
1: I still think of it like when I go to festivals and stuff like that night because it was one of those really hot. Um New England nights, you know, it's like really humid, but it's like magic's in the air already. And then that, all these like yeah. people that were literally it was on a magic. Hot new England. House. <laughs> it was ninety-five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god, that we should all write
0: Standing on the Beach. I was glad to be alive.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, let's take a little break. Literal note. Literally. Yes. <laughs>
2: I think it was a C-sharp. I'm not sure. <laughs> we, we will be back. Rest assured.
0: Craig Massey is a guy who really likes to tell stories and talk about himself mostly.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And it's
0: time It's time yet again. And I'd also like to add he's wearing a yellow shirt. Take it away, Craig.
2: Yellow, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Can I go home now? <laughs>
1: yeah, no. You can go
2: if you want. Um, well, as we do in the show, we tell stories, and I am, for better or worse, here to tell you yet another one about my life. This one occurred when I was in college at a job I had while in college at a restaurant in Boston. ba bum ba Yep. Yep. Um, and uh, if anyone who has waited tables, uh, which was my job at this uh, this restaurant knows that it's tough work and a pain in the ass yeah sometimes you know some shifts are better than others turns you into a good tipper though yep Mm -hmm. ultimately Mm -hmm. all of our friends are really good you learn perspective
1: yeah
2: um but either way the shifts are are hard or easier than others whatever you're always happy when you're right at the end of your shift you got your some cash in your pocket and you're ready to get out of there, especially if you're in college. But and after on,
0: you're done your side work.
2: Of course. Of <laughs> course you finish your side work. Um, but it, that's always a great feeling. So this was at the end of this one shift I had. It was a you know a middle range shift. Didn't make too much money. But you know it wasn't a total bust. And But I was ready to get out of there. And then, of course, as is often the case when you're trying to get out of work. Always. And you're a, wait, a waiter or a waitress. Uh, you get one more table about five minutes before <laughs> yeah. your shift it's ends. It's every time. No fail. Uh-huh. Or especially if the store is closing. Yeah. Uh, and it's always like one... You are yeah, five minutes loop. from closing the door and locking it and yeah. somebody walks in. Yeah. Some like, good son, son of a bitch. Yep. Some guy on a, on his first date and they're just right. trying to get one less And the cooks salad. look at you too. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Because they just
0: clean off the whole oven top
2: or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this... My shift happened to be the day shift. So okay, it wasn't... Right. Not, not so that. epic. However the table that I did end up getting turns out to be one of the most epic tables I've heard of anyone having. Oh, okay. Um, and I, I, Jim knows this story, so, um, but, uh, but others might not. I'm thinking I'm, of a few I things this could true. be, but
0: let's uh, take it away. I, I think it's it's good, if it's what I think it is. So. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. I'm going to do my yeah, best yeah, to yeah, make yeah. it good
2: if it's not. Um, so this table happened to be 14 blind people. That's uh, the yes. one I knew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so feel free to help paint the picture with me and ask questions, and we'll try to make it humorous. Um, <laughs> we'll pick up your slack. Yes, yes, please. No, <laughs> Let's I I always need Let's help. Do it. Um, so what happens when you have a table of fourteen blind people? Uh, after you get off, your, after you get over your initial shock, and then realize you got to deal with this whole thing. You, what I did was lead them out to the 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 area where we had enough room for you know fourteen people and all in one train. So it was me in the front, and then you know a blind person behind me with their hand on my shoulder, and then another person behind them, and we all went in a train up in the back. Um, I helped them all sit down, get situated, and um, you know, uh, you know, just trying to do my best. I mean, like I don't think there's a, there's not a manual for this. There's not really. Yeah, I don't know what the protocol is for even one blind person.
0: Really, usually their friend would probably just help them out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah not yeah not uh, not a
2: non-blind person in the party. Yeah, it's 14 <laughs> and only 14 yeah blind people. Yeah. How, I never thought of this. How did they find who knows? Um well, there I think there's a I mean they were all friends and you know they sometimes they would come in in smaller groups and we'd get you know like two or three but this right. was, was like maybe you know, I don't know. sound you know insensitive maybe a blind person convention. Market. I was going to say, was there I mean, some sort of
0: convention going on? I, there might have been. You know? Yeah. This is um, a conference
2: or whatever. You know? Yeah. you know, if we knew when masses of blind people would converge and how, you know, then I would have been never much blind more person. prepared for what would happen. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know any blind people either. I've never known.
2: Mm-hmm. Which the matter. couldn't find them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I told them I was wearing an orange shirt and <laughs> never showed up. <laughs> Stupid. So
2: so anyway, so I am trying to – yeah, so I get everyone uh, sat down uh, and we – and then I find that we only have one Braille menu. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so I bring that over. I mean I can't just like pass it from person to person. But luckily the majority of them had been to this restaurant uh, before and uh, knew essentially what they wanted and were also really in the mood to get drinks. So (laughs) they didn't need a menu for that. They knew what they wanted. So with the the group of uh, the fourteen people, uh, each and every one of them was getting a drink. There was like mudslides, beers, Guinnesses, and it was just like just did one first round, like to you know to try to get them just comfortable and get them all a drink, and then you know get some waters out to them. And like really, no one was helping me at this point, which I found surprising. Like yeah, usually you get a little like little help here. Yeah, even if you get a table, not you know. I mean, I guess like at this point, it didn't really matter. I mean, they were sat had sat down, and you know, and it wasn't didn't matter if they were blind or not. Right. Right. Um, up until you know, up until this point, things might change later in the story. Um, so anyway, I got them their drinks, uh, and that was a, a trial. Uh, just because it's always hard to get drinks at a, if you work at a bar or yeah. you know, at a restaurant, mm-hmm. they're always going to be mad at you, the bartender, because they want to make their own money at their you know with their own customers. Um, and then they all started ordering, and you know, and. We, I got their their orders in. They're all really nice and having a great time. And then they wanted a second round of drinks, and, you know. And then you know, the <laughs> final their food comes out. And they, I, this is where I got a little bit of help. You know, some other servers came up and and uh, you know helped me at least get the food out to them. Yeah. And you know I, this when you're a waiter, you mean you got to especially for a table that big, you got to keep track. You know, at least where. Uh, all the food is going. It's, you don't yeah. want to, like, you know, yeah. At this point, I would have to call it out. Like, no one—they couldn't see the food coming. Yeah, the Chinese like, oh, chicken fine. salad. Yeah, has <laughs> yeah. yeah. so, so got that. So I tried to keep it all organized as possible, Um, which for me uh is not very organized. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like kind of freaking out at this point. Still, like, so it was after like their second round of drinks. So they're now getting drunk. You know, in the, in fi- like eating their food just that we some people helped me out to get it to them. And, uh, and they were chilling out for, for a while longer, another half hour, 20 minutes or so, and then they wanted another round of drinks. Like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, like, I not want to, again, not to sound insensitive, but I mean, you know, to add another impairment. <laughs> right. Well, the strong, thing is, since wasted. they don't
0: have the sense of sight, maybe they have the sense of sobriety. <laughs> Their added ability. But, you know, hey,
2: you know, blind or not, you all want to let loose. Of course, uh, yeah. You know, so, Especially hey, when you're in, who knows? Yes, yes. Yes. And no. you're blind. Give <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> me a drink. I'm blind. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 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 I don't know if, what time of the year this was. I, it might have been really cold out in February. Like, ooh, you just want to stay inside, especially on that Boylston Street. Ooh. Yeah. It's got some. Wind. Wind. isn't it windy there? Oh, oh Why did it wind? I, that's weird. I think the buildings really was like too. a wind tunnel. Also yeah. Tremont Street down there too oh, that yeah. Tremont Street was ridiculous mm-hmm. I mean, anyway yeah. I got so good I was a smoker then but I got good enough at lighting a match and getting a cigarette um lit that I could do that in the wind like I just had this system to do it um, I have since quit smoking as we well know <laughs> yeah. so but I was a good cigarette lighter upper um anyway uh 14 blind people drunk me near uh, at the end of my shift not wanting to be there still trying to help them out not a lot of people helping me out uh we get them their last round of drinks, and then I'm like, oh, I'm like nearing the end. And this is like two hours later after yeah. I was supposed to leave.
0: Why and did someone just take the table when they
2: started? Why didn't they? No one,
0: I mean, no one no, wanted that. They were scared of it, you
2: know? Um, so. They were scared, Craig said. <laughs> well, least, I mean, like unsure. They didn't want to deal with the hassle. Like, you know, it. and, uh, and then, of course, you know, the, another one of the things you never want to hear on a big party, what you didn't expect, um, is at the end of their meal after they had their last drink they say oh yeah and we'd all like separate checks please and that's when i really lost um, it like i just went up to like the register and the touch screen like trying to figure out like looking at my unorganized notes and just going like ah! like how am
0: i supposed to do this like yeah I it's, it'd be a pain in the ass if you knew that going into it yeah.
2: now you have to do it and you have to remember like okay Yeah, this gentleman (laughs) had like you know the the orange chicken salad, and he also had you know a serpent crab fondue for the appetizer and and five margaritas. Yeah, oh man, Um, so that took literally took another half hour to figure out as they were finishing up their their last drinks, Um, and I you know get out the fourteen books with the with the bills in it, try to keep that all organized as much as I could, get them out to everyone. You know, like, I just assigned each person a number right. in my head and like, okay, this is just going around the three tables that they were filling up in the back of the restaurant to get them, uh, you know, just so they would know. And then, like, half of them paid with cash, so then I would go through one person and go, okay, so you owe, you know, 30-something dollars, and then they would hand me, like, a, like just whatever money they had, and then I would count it out. And like, so, okay, so I'm taking $40 out of here. If you yeah. would like to leave a tip or whatever, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And they, they knew that. Did elbows. you take advantage of the role I did not. No? No? Able, okay. That's the that's, that's stealing, Greg. Well, because that's when
0: you'd find out they're not actually blind. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, it's a, what is it's a an mi- elaborate
1: ruse.
2: Some sort of mystery shot like, situation. The
1: Uno's corporation actually does this to make sure that each employee is, like, you know. We're going to put them through the trial. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. But at the end, he's gonna be a better person. <laughs> yeah. That's the real reason we do this. <laughs> this is a story he's gonna want to tell his kids. <laughs> um, so uh, I go through cash, and then uh, some people pay with their credit card. So then I, you know, put their credit card through. Um, you know, bring it out to the machine, then bring it back to them so they can sign it. And I just guide their hand that they sign yeah. it, and then they type in or they told me what I want, what they wanted to leave me for a tip. And I guess maybe two and a half hours later, you know, we got them all back out in one another train uh going out uh you out brought them to the train. World. oh no and like then uh, <laughs> another train. No, am <laughs> yeah, slow Sorry. no i did not bring them to the train uh, <laughs> once they like, left the, the restaurant uh i was not in charge of them anymore <laughs> so not that i was really in charge so of so you all. thought <laughs> <laughs> um uh it was not i was it wasn't part of my conscience once they left yeah. that door and uh, turned out to be a pretty, uh, you know, I mean, maybe like 150 bucks or something. Oh, like so they weren't, they weren't, good. they
0: weren't, uh, they weren't stingy. They, they no, realized very generous, what a very generous, and, and
2: very nice. Right. It's just the it fact just that difficult. it was, yeah, it was just the just the kind of table that you never expect uh, at a time where you don't want a table at all. Yeah, that's and <laughs> yeah, not, and we're not even talking. Like it was, it's a bummer when you get that extra two top. And they're there for forty-five minutes. After you, like that sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's two and a half hours of like maybe the hardest table you ever yeah, had. To you do. get an extra, yeah, like it's two top. It's like, well, it's easy. I'll just get them what they want, yeah, and then right. I can just chill out. Like, and you've you know, seen it around talking to people, you know, yeah, yeah. And then, mean. but this one it was like, no, you got another two and a half hours of the most like you know uh, the most and stressful tables, <laughs> <two> and, yeah, <laughs> That two and a half you'll have, um, but uh, you know, it all turned out well. But and uh, and I, I can't think of any. I mean, I'm sure that other people have other crazy stories of people they they waited on, and but I haven't. Uh, this is one of the best ones that I've heard, mm-hmm. and it just happens to be my story. I chased someone out of
1: the restaurant once when I was oh, a waiter yeah. because they didn't leave a tip. But they were the same. They, they were like there was a couple, and they each had like two drinks, an appetizer, and a meal. And I thought I did a good job waiting on tables. And at <laughs> that point, it was like the end of my Chili's days back in Boston in Copley, mm-hmm. which is right near. Who knows? Yeah. And uh, it was in the mall, and they didn't tip, so I, you know, was pissed off, so I ran through the mall, caught up with them, with my apron on still, and I said, excuse me, <laughs> and they said, yeah, I said, um, well, next time you come in, I just want to know what I did wrong tonight so, you know, that I can do it properly next time, and then he said, what are you talking about, you were fine, I go, oh, you didn't leave me a tip, and they said, oh, well, it's because we didn't have enough money we didn't have any more money. Oh. So I go to a restaurant. Yeah, you and don't order go out much. to eat then. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. paid with the credit card. You know? Oh my god. Yeah. So I said, "Oh, okay." So next time you come in, there's nothing I can do. I said, "By the way, we're only paid like two dollars thirty cents an hour, and this is how I made yeah, I my It might even less."
2: So yeah. it's just, I just
1: like, I just want to let you know. And I totally could have got fired for it because yeah. it's like a little inappropriate. But yeah, I, at that point, bit. I was just kind of like, you know what, this is retarded. Because I sometimes you know like, oh, shit, I didn't. On them well. Yeah, I, you know, I was busy I was and kind of crazy. And it's like, like, yeah, I'm it's like I'm well, fucked up. though. But you when should, you, you leave you know, zero, say, it's kind of like a kick in the face, especially when you think you did a good job and you were like, you know, let right. them have a nice night out. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of proud of myself. Maybe and maybe they learned their lesson. Maybe after that they tipped. I would hope. They probably didn't. Those people are just, that's just a jerky thing to do. Yeah. Jerky yeah. and yeah.
0: ignorant. And it wasn't like they were kids. They were adults. Mm-hmm. I found a couple times, I, it, it didn't happen every time, but there were, I had a few tables where I really thought I wasn't going to get anything, and then those are some of the best tips mm-hmm. I got. Totally. Like, there was one dude in particular that he was super demanding. I like, sent stuff back all these times, and, like, then I fucked something up, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I mean, I don't even blame this guy. He just walks out. Like, like the cook screwed up his order or one of the things. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, really bad. Then he left me, like, a $30 tip. It was like, oh, like, I'm, okay, <laughs> like cool. Like, thank yeah. you.
2: Yeah, sometimes it's just good maybe, people. Maybe orient- know or you know they're orient- assholes. That.
0: They're like, hey, I'm an asshole, but I'm, I pay for it. <laughs> maybe that's, like, in the back of their mind, like,
2: well, yeah, not not chili man. The other guy. Yeah. Hey, maybe I'll save that for yeah. another time, another
0: some, some other day anecdote. Yeah, I saw a dude at Uno's eat an entire appetizer and an entire regular Chicago deep dish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was I actually told him like, "Wow, that's really impressive." <laughs> like, I was like, I, "I'm like, I don't want to. You know, I'm not trying to condescend to you, but that, I'm pretty blown away that he did that, sir." I like. <laughs> I, was, I, no, I like it was a plate of nachos in a full, the Chicago. What the hell? They want the sausage like the, the uh,
2: Chicago classic full no, yeah. regular height. Ate them both. All by himself. Unbelievable. There was a guy, probably about maybe, yeah, maybe in early 20s, uh, I was waiting on him and his buddy, you know, they had some beers and each got like a big, uh, big pizza, like the full yeah. size one. And he had one slice left when I came back over. And, he, and I and I was like, dude, you got to finish that. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, was huge. I'm like, I know, but I've never seen anyone finish it. Yeah. So if you're this close, you got to do it. He's like, okay, give me a few more minutes. <laughs> And he did. He finished it up. And I was like, yeah, "All it, right." That, those regular sized pizza
0: there—that is a fucking accomplishment, by the way. Those yeah. of you who've been to Pizza Uno, it is so heavy. It's like eating like five pounds of pizza. I can it's really like...
1: go for one, actually.
0: Yeah, me too. Actually, it's
1: been a really long time. Yeah. Hey, God bless America, right? Yeah. Did you guys ever eat like off people's plate? I know that sounds gross. I ate a couple of French
0: fries here and there. Yeah, after
1: it for sure. Yeah, and it's gross, but it was kind of like well. Untouched too. Yeah. So it's like Well that's whatever. the thing. It's like I at Grassfields, which was a restaurant I worked in high school, and you know, if there was like two people out to dinner and then they had a plate of potato skins and two or three were left, it's not like they touched them and I would eat.
0: Yeah, them. I ate a couple slices
1: of pizza here and there too. They were just sort of left behind. I
0: was but like, yeah, hey, fuck it. like whatever. You know, know,
2: run out of money and you're in college. And, yeah. Yeah.
0: I, just, I always felt a little grody but all the yeah. other waiters did too. We we, we all kinda did it real quick because <laughs> I I like, he didn't no want that, to right? see you do yeah, exactly. it exactly what <laughs> like, we all saw each other do it though it <laughs> was...
2: oh yeah i mean i mean like there were certain times i would go in for a shift and i would i would make no money or make like one dollar yeah, right. you know? it's not even worth your time no. yeah i was like well you know what uh, i will i'll maybe steal some breadsticks or like some croutons in the oh I, I, so I dipped I those
0: eat. croutons in the honey mustard mm. that was like my crack <laughs> that was... oh yeah i'm sure That's it was good. like probably like you know like 200 calories of pop when they went into it was just the most butteriest like vile bread dipped in
2: probably like the most fattiest possible dip they had yeah, yeah but we were like you know we had, we had to we we're walking around didn't have cars yeah you know and we yeah. had to have something to burn we yeah I didn't do a so bunch of weights. I lived in LA yeah, like, I just, yeah. anyway yeah. well
1: learn a lot about old, people old jobs oh, old
2: times oh yeah I guess uh, we'll take a old break as we often yeah, do that, sounds good. Good. that sounds good to me thanks for listening you're welcome.
0: <laughs> we might not be in school anymore, but we still have a
2: lot to learn. Mm-hmm. That's and true. What did we learn today, guys? Hmm. Well, I guess you never know where life's going to lead you. You never know who's going to affect your life. No, I mean like and and blind, you... blind
1: people tip really well.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, yes, we found this out. I that's would say true. that you know, based on that that sample study, I would say blind people tip really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's you know not a that's more than the, the average focus group. I would say so. That's a yeah, because how many yeah, people? It's a moderate sample. They're nice. and you could take those people. That would probably be representative of
0: thousands of people, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So hey, blind people are good tippers, and there's a car- stereotype for you. Yeah. Right? <laughs> that's <laughs> a good stereotype. <laughs> yeah, and Carly determan deserves an award or something. Yeah, well, what, maybe well, her award
0: is being a mother today. Mother's Day.
2: I, she is oh, a the mother. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Happy Mother's Day, Carly Detterman. I right. know oh, you're hearing this. Probably not. Maybe if... <laughs> it's she, probably she days, days later,
1: but that, that's okay. Maybe if eventually down the road you guys keep doing this, and then you have follow-up stories, maybe I'll have a nice follow-up. I would mm-hmm. love to do that.
0: That's actually, I mean? that's actually a good idea, having, like, check back in. Like, yeah. what if Eric is like, I ended up talking to the hamster. And, <laughs> like, you know...
2: <laughs> Here's the update. You know, yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, previous episode, episode number three, I believe. Three, I was, yes. If you want to know what that's referencing? I'm sure. Yeah, Erica Goslin. Anyway, um, well, I mean, like, I feel like I, I feel like there's more lessons to be learned, especially with what Greg had said. You know, it's about it's about people affecting your life. You know, well, this is sort of not really a lesson. It's something I was
0: thinking about yesterday, just about almost like the impressions or like putting things in perspective of being a kid and being an mm-hmm. adult. And bear with me. I was, at, I was at this thing, actually, Rebecca Pontius, who was in, I believe, episode six or... Uh, we have to look again. But mm-hmm. she does this thing a called... Good, a great episode. Yeah. She does a thing called Field Day, which is basically almost like being a kid again. It's like grade school field day again, except it's all people late 20s, early 30s getting drunk out in a field doing tug-of-war and stuff. It's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. But anyway, there was this girl there, and I realized she looked a lot like my dad's younger brother's friend, Pam. This is a woman I haven't seen in probably, like, 15 years or something. But I remember it was one of his friends when I was really little. And then I was just thinking, oh, my God, that's kind of funny. She kind of looks like her. And then this one guy had his little, like, two-year-old son at the field day. And I was realizing, like, the last time I saw Pam, I was probably, like, five years old. And then I was realizing, like, with the age difference between, like, my dad, I think, I think he was 30 when I was born. And then like, how much younger my Uncle Steve was. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this girl is how old Pam was. When I remembered meeting her. And it was like, I had this one of the, this total mind-fuckers. Like, whoa! Yeah, like, yeah. it's just like, holy shit. It's like, that was almost like, you know, I've had this revelation before, but it's like, my parents are real people. You know, it's like, it was like meeting my uncle's friends. It was like, he was still unmarried, I think. And like, his wife now was his girlfriend, and his, his circle
2: of friends, like, the exact life we're living now. Yeah. It's like, really strange to think about. Anyway, they yeah oh, even like a you know a first grader looking uh, at an eight, 18 year old it's like the, the, oh they're the perspective ancient, yeah mm-hmm. the freshman in high school is like the oldest it's, wow mm-hmm.
0: you have money you actually work crap <laughs> yeah
2: yeah yeah it is uh you love you learn you get bigger get older my my mom's not necessarily mom. smarter no. <laughs> no i think you get, i think you get I th- maybe you get wiser, but I don't think I think you might get more stupid. Yeah, because
0: wisdom doesn't <laughs> s- wisdom isn't equal to intelligence. I think oh, no. you know it,
2: but wisdom is important. Oh, yes, I've it- learned that not today you know, necessarily, hey, necessarily,
1: but
2: hey. I- fool me once, <laughs> shame on me. Fool me twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, oh, wait, uh oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure, I don't do that. <laughs> yeah, you shouldn't be doing <laughs> that. Wouldn't be
0: prudent. Uh... That's well, interesting. That was a, a a a a w quote, but told in the voice of Senior. That and then I said, wouldn't be prudent. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Shows
2: the kind of perspective I have. <laughs> See, wisdom does not equate <laughs> intelligence. <laughs> I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. Dana Carvey as George Bush <laughs> as Bill Clinton. <laughs> so uh, what did, you, did you learn
0: anything, Greg, beyond what you said? Do you want to get anything off your
1: chest? Well I've been meaning to tell you both No <laughs> uh, no, it's, it, you know, no. Well I have something I want to get off my chest
0: If you want to send us an email It's oldmenonthemountain At gmail.com And if you want to look us up on Twitter It's at oldmenpodcast And you should definitely look up our Facebook we put pictures of everybody And it's fun mm-hmm. And also as we said last week if you subscribe to this podcast in iTunes and do not see the image of the podcast in your little thing, you're on the wrong subscription. You need to go back to the iTunes Store and find the AAC one and not the MP3 one. That mm-hmm. is all. That's my nerd update of the week. You have 2 weeks left and we will not be uploading them as MP3s anymore. Mm-hmm. I usually listen to it on Craig's blog. Is that bad? No, nope, that's good. That's
2: just that's, that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, hey, thanks for
0: visiting the blog. Of course, now somebody told me yesterday the Facebook page did not have a direct link
2: to the podcast, but I thought for sure that I had put it there, so I have to go double check.
0: Yeah, I thought in the info. I know I'm I'm
2: an administrator, but you're in charge of that. Okay, and I'm in charge of updating the Tumblr, which I do. You do do that mm-hmm. diligently, I might add. But I'd like to thank you for putting that all that information out, Jim. It was really it was clear, succinct, and I think if people were really listening, they'd get it. I think I would. One would hope, if someone was listening, they would at least put pen
0: to paper and write, write that down. Or maybe they typed it into their little, uh, typed it into the, the bar in Firefox as we spoke. Maybe. Perhaps. I said it a little quickly. But they could rewind it. That's the thing. That's I the think, I
2: think we're fine, yeah. Do you, okay.
0: do you keep this blog to people in their 20s? No. No. Not at all. Actually, my friend Bonnie wants to do it, and she's not in her 20s at all.
2: Well... I have my friend Bonnie. I buy most of her clothes. My roommate
1: Allison, who you both know, mm-hmm.
2: poached it. Um, her
1: mom heard that I was doing this, and she said that she loves both of you, and that she would totally do a phoner. So eventually, down the road, I said, yeah, "You need a well, girls. We, we so don't have a the way. Technology to do it yet. is
0: there, but we, we will." Like so I thought I would throw that. it out
2: there. Yeah, but
0: if we have a way to do it on the phone, we will. Our friend Allison wants to do it too. Although Allison is visiting in July, and she will
2: obviously be on the podcast. She's visiting, like Allison, yeah. Allison Smiley. Yes, looking forward to that one. I haven't fun. seen her in years. Yeah, you know, you know. We're I would love to, to keep Jean on making on
1: these. There, shows, she, I thought she would, If I was like, you could do like the ten lessons of life because she has fun. She does have. She has funny stories. Hey, Jean.
0: Jean. <laughs> Maybe Jean's listening right
1: now. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe you inspired <laughs> her to download it.
2: Jean. Jean. <laughs> Jean Parmesan.
1: <laughs> I think we did a good job today.
2: I think so. I think we did God's work. Thanks for having me over and buying these red seal eels. Hey, you're welcome. Only the classiest for the Old Men on the Mountain podcast guests. Only the best. Mm -hmm. Simply the best. (laughs) Hurry! All right. uh, Come on, Shay, friends. Thank you again for for visiting and listening. And uh, I think that's all I got. Yeah, no hand. Well, well, uh, we'll be seeing you next
0: week.
1: Yep. Appreciate it. Bye.